Okay, it is Coffee with the K's, episode five. Five. Good morning. Five. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, however you're joining us. <laughs> hey, you don't know, people might be listening to us. It's 12 o'clock in the morning. Who drinks be. coffee before they go to sleep? Hey, A lot. You probably. That's <laughs> it, a lot of I never people. understood. No, I don't know. My, so so I, will, I, will, I will just say one of my aunts, and I won't say which one. I remember visiting. Her name starts with a K. Yeah, well, oh, that's <laughs> both of them start with a K. But yeah, that was a rough yeah, one. That's it. I know, right? But uh, yeah, I remember visiting them in uh, in New Jersey and Joyzy. That was it. Yes. Joyzy, and oh, it was like it was like ten o'clock at night. And she's, she's like, saying, "I'm gonna put on a pot of coffee. Does anybody want any?" No, no, she didn't say that. No. She said, I'm putting on a pot of coffee. Coffee, coffee. that's exactly what it was. Yes. Yeah, Anybody said, want coffee? coffee? Yeah. I'm going to have some coffee. I was like, wow. And see, I wasn't really drinking coffee that much at that time. And then I discovered And then you discovered it and started drinking magical. more. All right, let's, let's, let's get over this mug here. Let me, let, you're going to offend me, so let me oh, get it's over. Not offensive. Be no. They, so this, so Aunt Quinn gave this to me. Every end is a new beginning. Master's degree class for 2020. Yeah, that's good. Why it's very I... good. I just thought there was something humorous about every end is a new beginning. Oh, <laughs> get your mind out <laughs> of it. Who's one of those? It's all... a family show. I know. <laughs> Come on. That was like, you know, he said duty. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> oh, I had that moment. Yeah. I had that moment this week. I was giving this lecture. About, you know, tolerance and people that have special needs that, you know, if you see somebody who's making fun of someone else and you understand, you know how wrong that is. And it's serious. You have, you have, it is not just an, you know, what you should do, a good idea, but it is your obligation, which is a word I should have used, but I didn't. I said it is your duty. And then I heard somebody was... (laughs) Duty. <laughs> yeah. I was like, now I'm going to punch you all in the face. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's so my duty. Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> I was just like, well, no. these, these were like fourth graders. I mean, they were. They were, they were and so you know, I probably would have said the same thing. It's better than pianist. Oh, no, that's the one. That's the other one. Oh, my God. That's the you other one. You cannot say. No. You have to say piano player. Yes. So we had to make yes. that clear what you were there, actually you know. saying. You can't you, say. Yeah, no, I usually I turn it back. Player. I turn it back on them. Yes, that is what they called. What is wrong with you? You're thinking of something. I do. I turn it back around. I don't even pianist. go there. Yeah. Or I just keep saying it over and over and over and over and over. Explanations are road yeah. too far. No, sometimes, line. sometimes that's why. I like, I'll just ignore the reaction and I just keep saying it over and over and over. After about twenty times, they stop giggling and then yeah, it's then like, it's, okay, and they accept. We're done with okay, this. that's yes. the name. <laughs> that's it. Very good. Working with so children. So, what kind of coffee did you make me today, dear? This is Guatemalan Antigua. It's very yummy. Yes. It's um. It's very. Strong, but it's good. It's yeah. very yummy. And you got that and not the good stuff that I got because last <laughs> week when you sipped it, you said, Oh, I got a mouthful of cream. No, it was And he took that to yes. heart and he's all right then. Yeah, I won't do it. that no more. Exactly. And I it wasn't, it was like yesterday. It, it wasn't was. it, was it was yesterday. Josh, Josh is very touchy last. about his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you know nothing but rage. I, said I, 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 you know, I happen to love No, it's just that if you give if you give a comment one way or the other, yes, I do. I'm gonna take that to heart. So say, all right, so you don't next want time it that this way. is what I'll do. Ready? So, uh, so gonna, next yeah. time I'll I got peppermint cream. Yes. Okay. Very good. So just don't go. Which is what you want. <laughs> don't make that, you know. Well, I never make that face. <laughs> yeah. You, on the other hand, would make that face. The yeah. vitamin- you'll, you'll be drinking it's warm good. milk it's next good. time. Right. <laughs> yes. The Vitamina Vegemin. Yeah, yeah, that's look. it. Oh man, that was an old reference. That was, that was good. a good one. I love yeah. Lucy Kids. Go look it up. Look it up. Vitamin Regiment. Yes, uh, it's so tasty. Well, too. According to the statistics, we have a bunch of old codgers watching. Yeah, apparently. And, yeah, there you go. And we have hey, don't offend number, the five people watching us right I now, okay? <laughs> but our number one fan is yes. not an old codger. No, no. I just found this out. Yes. Summer. summer. Yes. Hi, Summer. Hi, Summer. Hi, Summer. We love you, Summer. Yes. Don't summer. drink Keep coffee. Keep up the good work. Don't drink coffee, Summer. You're it's too summer. young. So, well, you know. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, Summer. No. That's right. Uh, <laughs> 
Summer takes guitar lessons, and yes. Summer is doing a good job. She's her and her good sister job. Hannah, we enjoy teaching them. Yes. And she was so sweet because she said that she was one of the ones who gave our videos a like last week. So yes. follow yes. Summer's yes. lead and like us. Like us. Like us. Who doesn't like oh, us? What a case. Come on. Coffee. So I, I want to say, though, I, I thought it was really great. I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm how jumping. How many times have I told you? What? Whenever you do a toast. Oh, I have to drink. You have to drink <laughs> after That's the toast. That's the purpose of it. That's it. It just shuts me up. I guess. I'm sorry. You know, we clink glasses. Yeah. I know. We did clink. Yeah. Okay. No, I forget. I don't know why. I just, <sighs> I not, not much experience in the toasting area. No. no. Well, I mean, I wanted to talk about Summer's lesson yesterday, but maybe we'll wait. Because that's... Well, I mean, we usually do coffee. Well, okay. I was just excited because um, Mr. Mr. K, Josh, our master's degree, <laughs> he yes. said... He's, I was just listening in on the lesson, and he said, So, Summer, you know, I want to guess how many days you practice this week. Oh, yeah. no, you're going to do this. And, um, and I thought, okay. And so he he did. He, he said, well, I, I, based on your lesson, she don't takes say, a half-hour lesson. Don't say the number. He, <laughs> I don't think it's bad. bad. I yeah. think it's better than some of my students. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he said, I think you practiced four days. And and then you heard her mom's voice in the background. Oh, my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe you. You got it right on the money. And so it was so great because we really do know yes. when our students practice and when they mm -hmm. don't. And we really have a very good idea about how long they've practiced each time. And and it's, it's unfortunate that most of our students think they can just snow us on that. They oh, think, yes. I can go on my <laughs> lesson. I can tell them I practiced every day. But, I, but now, know. Summer didn't do that. She didn't know. say yeah. I practiced. She, she was very oh, she truthful and yeah. honest. And four days for some students... That's is good. a record. Yeah. yeah. It's yes. really good. I had a, we were talking on the last podcast. One of my students was such a tender conscience, missed a day <laughs> and just couldn't get over it. Like the whole time he was in his lesson, he kept saying, but I missed one day. So it was, um, you know, that's how it goes. Yes. But, well, Summer, if you're listening, yes, you did good, but I want you to practice every day. Okay. And, yes. <laughs> and then he explained to her what we have said many times on our podcast that even if you just get a few minutes, if you get five to ten minutes in every day, you're doing something. Something. It's That's going it. to be, and this is it's particularly a problem with adult students because well, they feel like if they can't practice for an hour, then they're not even going to like. Why try? When I was taking lessons, I was a bad student. I was. I hardly ever practiced. <laughs> I was a bad student, but I still made progress. Yes. Yeah. Because if you go to the lessons, you're still going to you're practicing there. Mm -hmm. You're still going to perfect your skills a little bit, but how much are you going to get in return? Yes. You know, if you put that little extra effort in there, it's going to rain. You know, you're going to get tons mm -hmm. of, of benefits from it. If you do nothing, you, you get a little bit, you know. Because at least you're practicing once a week at your lesson. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. I feel like, you know, the idea, the mindset when it comes to lessons is what needs to change. Because a lot of times, especially my adult students, they feel like the lesson is the test. Yes. You know, yes. I've got to prove that I, you know, yes. that, that I worked this week, that I, you know, and then too, and then if, you, if you didn't practice every day, then that's the thing. Then it's like even more, oh man, the pressure's on because I didn't practice every day. He's got to know, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to pass it. And it's like, yeah. stop that. Like mm -hmm. long-term mindset here. Like mm -hmm. let's, let's think about this. Let's think about, you're not just doing this for a couple of months and then that's it. And you're going to know everything about everything. And when you bring that up, everybody laughs like, oh yeah, of course. But then it's like, no, but then really take that to heart yes. and realize that this is just one week out of the hopefully hundreds and hundreds of weeks that you're yes. going to be in, you know, studying music. So there's a dynamic in taking lessons. Uh, there is a subtle pressure on mm -hmm. the student to be able to you perform. Know, perform. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, that's a good thing because that should motivate you to practice throughout the week. Yeah. And, and you know, if you practice four days and you're feeling a little convicted, you might want to practice five or six, right. you know, and, and so it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, however, it's really, um, it's really bizarre when a student walks in 
And they look like they lost their dog, you know? <laughs> I know. And then you yeah. go, well, what's wrong? Well, I didn't practice this week at all. You're like, yeah. don't expect nothing from yeah, that's me. It, I know that that's was it. a low the bar. Put the bar way, way down, down here. here. Yeah. yeah, That's it. Yeah. I know. I know. Well, I have one and that, student. And that doesn't no. pan out anyway, because once you start the lesson, you, you raise the bar a little bit. Well, and that's you know? the thing. And I yeah. always appreciate yeah. I appreciate the honesty, because like I said, especially, they you know, they know that you're going to know, especially when you build a relationship with your students and stuff. They know that you know that they know they know. Yes. That's a good point. <laughs> well, it is. And, you know, years ago, I stopped asking. I don't say, so, no, do you practice this week? Yeah. I just stopped. Yeah. Because it, it, it doesn't matter really at that point, because now you're in your lesson, and now we're going to move forward. Well, wherever you know, you're at, I, I, I you tell me all the time that you know, don't ask them because I I famously ask yes because I yes. want them to know the relationship <laughs> yeah. between being lazy and neglecting this and not right you know and sometimes they're a little cocky thinking you know that they got it all down and then they you know they fail miserably and then they're all bummed down it's like hey what'd you expect right well it's interesting you say that because that is that's part of the reason why you have to have a relationship with your students because you understand how they're approaching things and you can right. understand maybe you know sometimes maybe that's the case they're you know I and I've definitely had students like that before where they're a little bit full of themselves a little bit they they have higher expectations of their innate yes. abilities yes that was a good master's a good, degree yes. quote right there, there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they uh, lack the understanding and the critical listening skills to to fairly assess their progress or where they're at right that there was a good that was a good one too that was yeah. good that was, that was super, another good quote that was another good quote exactly. well because a lot of times <laughs> and i didn't even need a mask i know but really a lot of times they you know, it'll be, well, I did. I practiced every day. Well, did you practice with metronome? Well, no. Yeah. Well, well practice is always a funny thing because that's, that is the difference. Is Definitely, if you have the instrument in your hand or if you're singing and you're doing it, you're, you're making noise on it every day, there is value in that. However little, there is value in that. Mm -hmm. But if you are specifically trying to achieve a certain skill... Right. Which a lot of times is why people are taking lessons. That's usually, you yes. know, you have a certain skill you're trying right. to reach, then you have to practice the the proper way in order to achieve that skill, not just merely playing. Right. You know? Well, I, your your master's degree, for example, what if you didn't do the work? No. Yeah. You know, you just show <laughs> up and like. Well, I want to tell you first off, you know, yeah, I didn't yeah. do the assignments. I didn't read any of these articles <laughs> you told me to read. Yeah, I mean, they're going to laugh you right off the monitor, man. That's it. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what what they'll say? What did you expect? You know? Yeah. And then you got the consequences of the wrath of the teacher, which yes. we don't yeah. do. But yeah. no. You know, no, you, and we do try to encourage students. We all have those yeah. weeks, those rough weeks. Well, it's a it's a transition because you get a person uh, not used to having music in their life or learning yes. an instrument yes. in their life, and then you bring them into this environment where all of a sudden they have this this factor right. in their life right. that they're not aware of and that they're not evaluating properly, and and you have to educate them and you got to get them to understand. The value of, of what the practice is right. and, and how to succeed. And yeah. it doesn't come without practice very fast, you know, but if you practice, it could come pretty darn quicker. quick. You yeah. know? And then we've talked about this before also. It's enjoying the process. Absolutely. Because yeah. practicing really can be fun and enjoyable. And, you know, you, you do put the time in and you're going to see yourself get better. And that's great. But sometimes it's just fun to play. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that that you know a lot of times you know especially at the beginning of lessons you have to ask students okay what are you doing when you sit down to practice mm -hmm. let's talk mm -hmm. about what exactly Yeah how are you, you practicing You know right. with with children a lot of times it's they just run through every song Yeah well, without the metronome yeah Right yeah and they don't it's not really supervised practice and they're not so then we talk about what does practice mean well, and I will you say know, this for the people that are listening, you know, our most successful students are the children, you know, younger, young adults, children, those 
students that are the most successful are the ones that have parental involvement. Oh, oh absolutely. Really the yes. ones that are, are in on the lessons, the ones that are ensuring that the practice happens every day, the ones that are checking in to make sure that they're mm-hmm. working on the same things. You know, those parents that are doing that are ensuring that their kids are achieving success. And, well, well, and then an little investment. by little, they can start to kind of back off that a little right. bit yes. as right. the kid gets older. Mm-hmm. Because they, they learn how to work it themselves. That's right. it. But I, I got to talk about this one drum student we have. You know? Oh, oh yeah. amazing. Go ahead. Yes. You know, there's, there's um, <laughs> once in, in what, 10 years? Yeah. yeah. Comes I was going to say 20, but like that's not, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember uh, that four-year-old guitar I, I'm I thinking thought, of the same know? one, yeah. yeah I his dad was a flight instructor. And yeah, he's probably 20 years phenomenal. old. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But he, he, uh, he loved the count. Mm-hmm. He would sing out loud the count. Yeah. As, as he's playing the notes, he's singing the count. Right. And, and just as happy as you could be. Oh, and yeah. that, it was a joy to watch him. I and know. let alone teach him, you yeah. know. But uh, this new drum student, he's got the same attitude. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's and, and he's, the same cloth. And yeah. he's just making gangbusters yeah. And he's little, he's six. I mean, yeah. he's really... That, well, and that's the thing. I forget when I'm talking to him, you know, that, that he's six. You yes. know, And yes. so I have to remind myself from time to time. You know, but he really is not, he's not functioning, you know, like, like a typical six-year-old no. in this regard, you know. He's really, oh, he'd be like he's 10 processing, or something. Yeah, and he yeah. asks really good questions. Yes. And it's he's like. Focused, yeah, he's focused. Yeah, he's excited. Through. Well, and, and like, he was so excited at his lesson, uh, you know, yesterday because, you know, I saw it, I saw it happen. When I first opened that book, you know, and showed him the notes, it was like. You know what is that? You know, it's like oh, might as well a big okay, thing we, on, right? Can we you know, say that yeah. he's starting the the drum set book? So now yeah. it's not just the the snare. Yeah, but you gotta yeah, you know yeah. you gotta crawl before both you hands, walk. Both so feet, both, you know? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we started with keeping a steady beat. We start with alternating hands, and right. you know, it's just snare and bass. We keep it simple, and now we're you know progressing to the drum set. But you know what I saw yesterday was him getting really excited that he actually could start understanding what he was reading. I know. He showed him yes, something yes. new and he figured it out. Yeah. It was like he was on top of it. And he wanted to keep... I wanted to move on to something else. And he was like, can we can we do the rest of the page? Like, he wanted he to so keep excited. going because he was yeah. so excited that he was, he was getting it and he was figuring it out, you know? So, I'm just... I'm really... And I'm so pleased with his family his whole family I mean, he's is talk about support he's yeah. Got, oh, there you go yeah, grandma, I mean, that's the grandma sister, mom dad, dad. Yeah. yeah everyone is supporting him and it's been really absolutely you know, seeing it, that um, it's great some people um in parenting their kids they find activities to get them involved in and they think well music you know so yeah, right. you know uh he wants to play the violin you know so we're gonna you know push them in that direction and get them some violin lessons and then it's like we just want to drop them off we'll pick them up in a half hour yeah there's no uh, understanding of what the kid's going through right right in the learning process right. what he needs to learn you right. know a lot of them they would rather just not even be in in, in the lesson and that's yeah. man it's like you're totally missing this right. opportunity right you know, I've always told these kids that, you know, this opportunity is going to come along once in life where yes. your parents yeah, are paying the it. whole thing. Right. That's it. All you got to do is show up and practice. Right. I mean, you don't have mouths to feed. You don't have rent to pay. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you don't have all this stuff hanging over you, uh, vying for your time right. and for your money. And you could focus on your drums completely or, or whatever piano you're playing. Guitar, piano. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's it's hard because of, you know for us too because with our experience you know I I know my, me personally how many times I've heard this I can't even imagine for you guys but I hear it all the time, man I wish my parents would have made me stay with less oh, right yeah, I we hear that right and then some the some time. people get that opportunity to come back you know yes, I've got yeah. a lady started this week and she you know took lessons when she was a kid which she had never stopped. And yeah. I have I have several adult students yeah. that are like that. Oh, yeah. you think and, where would I be now? Right. If I, Instead if of starting over. With it, right. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, we hear that. We hear that all the time. Okay, too. it's a little inconvenient at first. You have to yeah. adjust your life a little bit. You know, yeah. you have to get into the discipline and and learn the system yeah. of learning and all that. You yes. know, but that's such a small price to pay for what what it could 
you know, turn out to be. Right. Well, that's it. A lot of parents I've heard over the years say that, you know, I want my child to take music lessons because, you know, they, I hear that it, it, um, they make, makes them more disciplined. Well, it doesn't just because you signed up for lessons. No. It does it because if you're setting a schedule that you're sitting down every day at this time and you're practicing, you're working in that routine and then that transfers over to other areas of your life because then you see, well, you know, if I want to learn how to crochet, (coughs) I have to, (laughs) I've got to do it every day because I pick it up and I do it for a little bit and then I forget how to do it because I put it down and then I got to pick it up and relearn it again. And it's exactly the same. It's a skill and it, it's not like riding a bike. I mean, I'm just saying, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it, but you yeah. have to, you do have to give whatever new thing you're going to learn, you got to give it some time. Yeah. So we kind of, we skipped, we did oh, a little okay. coffee. We could get to it. We could get oh, to okay. the, we'll get to the Browns at the end. Be okay. Good. We'll kind of we'll switch do it off season at the end. The yeah. off season, we'll, yes. We'll talk, we'll talk but about But no, that, it was good. So. It was good to talk about All right, that. This was, yes. this was good. This Thank is, you, Hannah, yeah. by the way. Yeah. That yes. was a and good summer, band. And summer. Oh, I yes. met Summer, but I met Hannah, too, because she's, yes. Hannah does practice, too. Yes. She yeah, does Hannah's, a great job. Hannah's doing Hannah is Summer's sister, and they really are doing great. Well, the two of them, whether they'll admit it or not, they, you know. Help each, each other. other. They yeah. do. Well, I yeah. think that's so great. That's sibling and thing. And it's a good thing. Yeah, it's it a is. Good thing, so. It is. Yeah. And mom and dad are both supportive. Well, and that's, and that's the reason that thing. goes, yes. once again, goes back to why they're being so successful mm-hmm. in their lessons right now is because mom and dad, who are probably listening to this, <laughs> good job, mom and dad, yes. uh, are, uh, you know, yeah, they're being very supportive and they're working with them, you know. In, in, I don't understand why the public school system can't capitalize get that understanding. on that. Yeah. That the parents have to be involved, right? Yes. And, and unfortunately, well, success, at, you know? at your school, there there's a very low socioeconomic range. Uh, but we parents still have, are yeah. in jail, and you know, yeah, there's some sad kids stories. got nobody right. to you know, no home. Sometimes, right? It's really hard to to you know hit them up for parental involvement in the kids' education, but but they uh, still do though. We do well, still yeah. have parents. That are involved, and especially with the pandemic and everything now, with kids being, some kids still choosing to be at home, the parents are involved, and they are, you know, they are helping them, and they're coming to the school and picking up packets of work and going back home. I think this pandemic thing had a a bright side, at least in one aspect, in that uh, you had an opportunity to get to know your kid, yes, a lot more be, yeah. than yeah. when you were out there working. For right, some of them, right. that's the reason why they want them going back. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sad but true, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for teachers, they, we they all kind of feel like, vindicated. We're like, yeah. see, we told you it wasn't just us. <laughs> but you know, I always have told parents from the start, as long as I can remember, that regardless if you're going to homeschool, private school, or public school. That your child's education is your responsibility. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. We've done all of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We we have mm-hmm. experience in all those areas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we took our kids' education very, very seriously. Serious. Yes. And it maybe uh, some people would disagree, but you know we placed music up there with reading and writing and math. You know. Yes. Oh yeah. And I, I think that it's a core subject, and and you yeah. know if people understood the value, you know Plato. In, in his utopia, you know, for his elite guard, the, the the cream of the cream of the cream of people in his utopia, music education was top of the list. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, he wanted them to have a music because he saw the benefits right. that come with studying music, you yeah. know. And, and, you know, it's a shame that people think, well, like, it, you know, it should be fun. And if it's not fun, then, you know, why make a kid do it, you know? Sometimes we hear from parents and they, and they say, well, you know, I'm not going to push them, you know, because, I, you know, I mean, if, if they're not having fun, I'd hate for them to hate music, you know? <laughs> like, well, okay, math, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm through doing math. Oh, well, I always I'm not having fun. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> don't worry about don't it. Write, yeah. You shouldn't have to be it's, pushed to yeah, learn math. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and that that's one of the things, like, I've been dealing with this uh, a lot, you know, the last couple of weeks because we go through this every year, every single year at school because I have a choir for fourth and fifth grade. And for some kids, you know, this really is a big deal for them because mm-hmm. this is the first time 
that they've really been in something that was on their own you know because it's a part of the school mom and dad are not paying for it you know what i mean and so they make the choice to do it themselves Mm -hmm. and then you know to stick with it and it gets to be sometimes it gets to be hard and it's their responsibility responsibility. to show up and i'm and me and me and andrea really put that responsibility on on them them Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not on the teachers and not on the parents because you know that's that's part of what it is it's you know it, it's and we good. feel like that's it's a important. good learning and so for some of these kids to go through that you know in in this kind of it's this you know growing pains process you know they wake up one day you know and something fun is going on in the classroom and they have to leave to go to choir practice they don't want to leave so therefore they want to quit choir oh. yeah. and then it starts to it starts to spread yeah. You know, around all of a sudden, yeah. I got all these kids telling me they want to quit, and I'm sitting there going, "No, what the heck?" And it's hard for me not to take that personally, oh, I know. you know. Yeah, and, but I hard. do like stop, and I see it by now, especially because I've been doing it so many years. Like I get, I'll tell Andrea, "Okay, we've got an." I told her this week, I said, "We have another pandemic we need to worry about." The quick yeah. choir things going around again. That's and she was right. like, oh, Really, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. So we got to deal with it. But you know, I gave a speech last week to to the choir, and and I. You know, just kind of, you know, poured a lot into it. Um, and, and I said to him that, you know, look, just because you wake up one day and you don't feel like coming to choir, does that mean that you're, like, done singing for the rest of your life? Like, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to do it. that anymore? Well, like, right. oh, come right. on. You're going to have days yeah. where you don't and, feel like doing again, it, do it anyway. Parental support. Right. Yes. So, you know, let, let's think about this for a minute. Um, is music or math involved in your life uh, one more than the other on an average day? Oh, golly. Music. Probably, I was going to say. That's, Hands down. That's interesting. Yeah. You're watching TV. They're playing music, music on the commercials. Yeah. They're playing music during the show. Yep. You know, you listen to video the radio. Games. You got these video computer games. games oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. They have. yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going someplace. You're in the elevator. What do yeah. you hear? Music. Yeah. You know, music. you're at the dentist. Yeah. All they're playing yeah, you're music. Watching YouTube. There's music. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, you're not doing math 24 seven. Right. But That's you're doing music that much. I mean, it, but point. it's it's a it's not recognized or, it's so or understood. Pervasive. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. And, well, and one one of the things I, that kind of came across um, in in my teachings last week was the the fact that um, the purpose of music in this in American culture is a lot different than the the purpose of music in other cultures in other countries or you know, um, you know other uh, nationalities even you know. But, like, we consume music so much in America for entertainment, mm-hmm. whereas there's other... Um, it's history. Right. Yeah. And, and there's, there's other cultures where it's, it was primary forms of communication. Communication, I was going to say, um, yes. And, and so and it still wasn't, is in And some still places. is. Well, yeah. it, yes, for, for a lot of, of people and, and, you know, groups of people, it still is. And this idea that um, it wasn't it wasn't even a thought that you could choose to do music or not do music because it was such ingrained into just right. how you did society yeah, or culture. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yep, definitely. And you know well, it is in ours, it was just not recognized that that's way. the right, that's right. what I'm that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And and it I think because too we, we have such a we put a, a high premium on people that are performing. You know, we pay to see their concerts and you know we watch their halftime shows and yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. We put we put this high premium on that entertainment factor of mm-hmm. music and don't necessarily give enough thought or consideration into the function of music within our society. modern society. Yeah. And that, that's why, you know, when I discuss this with, with parents and, and tell them that, you know, like when we homeschooled our kids, man, music was core curriculum. It was yep. just yeah. as important as math or, right. or reading or, mm-hmm. or writing. And uh, they're like, oh, no, you know, I mean, music should be fun. And, you know, if little yeah. Johnny's not having fun 24-7, well, you know, I mean, why are we going to push this on him? Yeah. We're just creating battles. Yeah. And, I, and I always tell him, what would you do if he said he's done doing math? Yeah. Right. Well, you know, or science. You know, I'm right. not going right. to do it. science no more. That's I don't it. like it. Yeah. I'm not having fun. Right. Yeah. Well, when it. you let that enter in, you're you're totally skewing the equation right. way off right. the chart, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and it can lead to it can lead to problems later on in in the future. You know, I mean, I look at graduation rates. I look at you mm-hmm. know, yeah. there's, oh, yeah. there's lots of other things that you know that you can point to 
that, you know, end up becoming a problem because of, you know, allowing this kind of mindset. Right. Yeah. Allowing this kind of mindset of, mindset. you know, yeah, you mm-hmm. can start something as soon it's as it just, gets challenging. Unfortunately, it's ignorance. You yeah. Know? It's, and, and it's placing your interpretation of the importance of music on your kid. Right. You know, like, I just think it should be fun. Right. They should be singing and dancing the whole time that they're practicing. They should practice on their own. And, you know, I always ask him, well, you know, what does, else do does your do? child have chores that they do? Oh, yeah, you know, he's got chores. So uh, what what are his chores? Like making the bed, taking the trash out, whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, he has stuff like that. Well, what happens if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't make his bed? Well, you know, I mean... Uh, does that happen at all? Uh, yeah, it happens all the time. Do you have to tell them to yeah. make their bed? Right. Yes. Do you right. have to be on them oh, yeah. to get them to yeah. do that? You know, yeah. or to take a bath or right. whatever. You right. know, is there anything they do without you telling, telling them, them to do it? Yes. Right. And and the answer is no. I yeah. mean, you got to be involved. And do you ever have to fight with them over it? Well, yeah. You know, I do. Well, you know, why are you picking on music like this? What exactly. what, what right. is the right. thing that devalued music so much that? It's not an essential element in their life of yeah. in their yeah. thinking. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, you know, basically just to, you know, kind of put a put a bow on this, uh, you know, parents that are getting their children decide that they want to get their children involved in music need to understand that there has to be a certain element of commitment in order for them to be successful. Yes, and do absolutely. you want your children to learn uh Self-discipline, perseverance, goal setting, all these great things that can be accomplished through music. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other ways to do it, too. You know, I mean, like karate, you know. Yeah, like, sports, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, other, you set see, goals, you persevere, you practice. Yeah. Yes, it's a discipline. It's That's a right. discipline. Yeah. But when you take that out, yeah. you yeah. know, how do you expect them to learn that? Through yeah, osmosis, right. one day they're going to walk down the street and... You know, yeah. all yeah. of a sudden they're going to have it. Yeah. Well, and and it is. It's it, it's a it's fundamental. I, honestly, I just don't think people think it through. No. That far. No. Because they, you they you don't. know you sign a kid up for you know when when it, your your kid's bugging you about getting guitar lessons, you buy him a guitar and or you know wanting to play the guitar, you buy him a guitar. They bang around the guitar. They don't know what they're doing. They then they start. Well, you need lessons if you want to learn how to play. You know. So then you after a while, okay, fine. We'll get them lessons, but they're signing them up for lessons just like they sign them up for soccer. And they, you yeah. go to soccer, and you just drop your kid off, and he goes to soccer pla- yeah. practice, and you got games on the weekends. You don't have to and work with them, right? Yeah. And and you know, so there's there's a, a mindset that music, you know, should operate the, the same way, but it it just flat out it doesn't work that way, especially if it's something that's one on one. I think it would be a little bit different if it was like you know the kid was involved in orchestra or band where it mm-hmm. was a group. You know, kind kind of a thing, but still, if you want to be successful, yeah. you got to practice. Well, you know, right, what, right. you know what makes it worse is there are music teachers yeah. who condone and pander yes. this idea of every second has to be fun. Yeah, you know, we oh, yeah, teach yeah. we teach in the most non-threatening right. Right. manner <laughs> known to man. You know, <laughs> we surround our students yeah. in bubble gum. You know and <laughs> And we are like so careful not to, you know, offend their. <laughs> we have Enya delicate. playing in the background yeah. as you walk into the tranquility of our week. I know. <laughs> and that's just they have no substance to what they teach, and oh, they're just yeah. pandering to the parents that have a wrong. Right, they're doing anything this. they can to take your money. Let's just yeah. call it what it is, yeah. okay? Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it's like no, you can't, and you know, that's not. Hey, if you're going to devoid yourself of any kind of value, sure, go for it. Then that's how you want to do business. But that's definitely not what we're going to do. Why don't you really do. tell us? Hey, you know, here's my copy here. I'm feeling a little rough. Yeah. But, I mean, that's it. You know, come on. We we have, I feel very strongly, the reason why we're passionate about this, all three of us. Well, we are. You know, we, we feel very strongly that we have our be- our students' best interests at heart every time we, yes. we approach it. And everybody's yes. a bit different. And we, we approach everybody's situation. We build, you know, those relationships, you know, and, and stuff. But, you know, that's the thing is then we're going to provide standards and we're going to show you how to meet those, you yes. know, yes. because yep. that's what good teachers do, you know, and then it's up to you. And, you know, for the children who are not fully functioning adults 
who have to learn these things, they need help from their parents to yes. be able to understand that forest for the trees thing. That, yeah. You know, hey, if yeah. I push through this and I get better, yeah. that's exciting, and now I'm having fun. You know, yeah. So they got to keep them in the in the game. You know, yeah, it's kind of like little barriers. You yes. Know, boundaries mm -hmm. you know it's if funny you bring that up doing that you yeah know, it's gonna work well it's funny you bring that up because i remember when i was um the very first class i ever taught it was at a private school and it, it was that um that orange beach arts center yes. you remember that mm -hmm. I and uh, i was still going to college i was at uwf but they wanted me to teach a percussion class and there was the age range was from third grade to sixth grade. Like it was you know, yeah. everywhere in between. Yeah. There were like fifteen to twenty kids. It was a huge age range, and I and I had them for an hour and a half. Right. You know? So an hour and a half percussion class. You know, and um, you know, I agreed to teach them, and you know, they were paying me, and I was excited. You know, it was good money and all that stuff, and um, I, you know, they really. They were so good. The the people running it, you know, were really good in giving me the opportunity. And they under they saw like the the lady that hired me. She said, "Man, well, I can tell you're really excited about doing mm -hmm. it." Like you know, she they could tell I really wanted to do it. But I remember like after the second week, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I get I do, it. Do, what, I yeah, that's it. It's like, oh my god! You know, it's, what are you doing? You know, when this this happens and that. And I remember you telling me you have to set up boundaries. You have to yep, establish yep. these are these are the, this is the box. These are yes. the boundaries. And he's and then you you told me that kids have security and safety in knowing those boundaries sure are there. Do. And yeah. they will always test those boundaries to make sure they're, still, they're there. still there. And Absolutely. as long as you're consistent, they'll thrive in that environment right. because they want that they want that security. They want to know yep. that those boundaries are there. And I, that was such a like ding light yeah. bulb moment for Absolutely. me. And it was something that I continued like you know, when I when I had student teachers, you know, at Helen Carroll and, you know, when I talked to other young, you know, te up and coming teachers and stuff, you know, mentors and whatnot, that was some advice that continually came back. That mm -hmm. I was, and, you know, I still, even to this day, remind myself of from time how, to time. How do they know you care? Yeah. If right. you don't have boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. Because, you know, other than that, you just like, go play. You know, yeah. right? They could go out on the highway. Ah, you know? yeah, 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 exactly. No, but they know you care. Thing. You set boundaries, right? Then mm -hmm. they feel they feel that. Yeah, and they respond to that. Yes, that's, that's it. It's good stuff. All right. Well, we're gonna break right there, and we will be right back. Okay. Okay, we're back. So, um, we had a little bit of sad news that we wanted to talk about uh, on our podcast today. Uh, we just found out that the great jazz legend Chick Corea passed away with a rare form of cancer last week. And, um, you know, it kind of... It was sad. It was sad. Well, yeah. it's good. It was quick, you know. Yes. You know, suffering. Uh, that is true. Laid up in the hospital. Yeah. Chemo and all that. You know? yeah. And, yeah, and he, he was, you know, <clears> teaching <throat> and performing. Right up right to the end. Yeah. 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 And he, he, I think one of the things that you know is is interesting you know just about you know, our reaction to it i mean i think you know i felt similar when dave brubeck passed away you know that was just one of these one of these jazz legends that you know just had such a profound to me a profound impact on my own playing and music and, you know understanding and but chicory even more so because we've met him well and yeah. i think that was the thing you know we we got an opportunity to meet him at uh, 2018 American Eagle Awards in mm -hmm. Nashville, Tennessee. And um, it was the Manhattan Transfer and uh, and Chick Corea were both being honored. For um, Lifetime Achievement Lifetime Awards. Lifetime Achievement yes. Awards, yeah. Yep. And uh, we got we got VIP tickets and yes. we you know and then I mean little did we know we're sitting there having dinner and like one table over was but then we, yeah. we actually saw Chick Corea before we went into the dinner, so we yeah, got yeah. to. Oh, and that was like so funny too. I saw him. I remember seeing him and looking at him, and like he looked at me like dead in the eyes, and we kind of like went like that as we passed each and other. Then, and I and was then like, we were all like, "I think that was him. I think that, that was, was Chick Corea. I think it was that. Yeah. yeah. So then we yeah. got to 
we actually did talk to him before the dinner. Yeah. Because I ran down the hall and tackled him. No, I didn't. <laughs> As you're known for doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was very... Phil Keggy had something to say. That's another another story another for another story. time. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, but that God. was so great. I mean, Well, and he was just not at all... I don't know what I was expecting, but he wasn't at all what I was expecting, you know, because, I mean, to me, this this was a guy... He was a living legend. I yes. was just, yeah. you know, and, and what he had... What he had done and what he had accomplished, and just you know, I did a I did a post on my Instagram uh, uh, feed about uh, that riff in Spain, and I'm like, you know, I remember hearing that song for the first time and just being like, that is so cool. cool. You got it. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. it, and I was yeah. like, I have got. To learn how to play that that yeah. is so cool yeah. and so i did i found the music this is when i was at uwf you know and i was in jazz combo and i said guys we we got to do this song yeah. It's yeah. So good. and they're like yeah okay spain you know like oh yes like they're really cool it's really cool yeah. You know? yeah. and so we we did we learned it you know and and i think we even performed it in a in a concert and you know and it, it was fun i was playing drums um you know and we had a marimba player you know that was mm-hmm. playing with us and stuff and it was an interesting mix you know um but it was just it was one of those things where it was just infectious and i had that song and that his style of playing i listened to so many different versions of him improvising with that song in particular yeah. Yeah. he never did it the same like every no. time yeah. he did it his improvisation was different and i was just like it was just it, it was so inspiring to me and um you know so at one point this was towards the end. This was my, my senior year. We were going to do one of our last concerts. And um, I took... I was learning at the time uh, Bad Neri by, okay. by Bach. Mm-hmm. And I was learning it on the marimba. You know, it's normally played on a flute, right? Um, and I was playing it. And I was like, man, this is, this is like... Chikoria, like, like, this is like <laughs> but you know, he would be the first one to say yes yeah. because he incorporated so much oh, yeah. classical music yeah. into what he did, and yeah. he would he would improvise. He would start on a Mozart piece, and then he would take it in another. Oh yeah, direction well, and talking about well versed, I mean, because that was the yeah. thing. It wasn't like oh, I'm just a jazz musician. No, I'm no, play no. jazz. Like no, yeah. he was playing all. He was playing Rachmaninoff and yes, stuff. I mean, really like he was really. Yeah. yeah. He was. He was a. You know, he studied the. You know, all the music, classics. just yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And so yeah, so I got inspired, and I wrote. I called it Bach in Spain, but I basically wrote a piece that mixed Badinari with Spain and yeah. it had like counterpoint in it and it stuff was, you it know? was good it was and it was just piece. you know and that was all that was all because of him you know I got right. inspired yeah. you know from from and then you, know, you got to meet him did. and then getting to meet him was just phenomenal and then how humble he was oh my right. gosh Extremely. I know that yeah. was, that yeah. was yeah. you know what uh, the thing about him is he he made you feel like you were friends for years yes <laughs> I know, you know? I know. Right. he just know. met you but yeah. you know you just felt that kinship with him absolutely and just a really great guy. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he really, he really wanted people to make music and just yeah. just do it. You know, yeah. just sing, just play, just enjoy music and make music, and don't let anything hinder you. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, he he was it. so encouraging. I yeah. mean, and just well, right. yeah, and in the things in his mind that he knew about music, I mean, he shared those on his Instagram. Feed. Yes. Oh yeah. You know he had asked asked me questions. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And most of the questions are like, uh, <laughs> how, how do you do that? How do you right? be awesome. <laughs> how do you yeah. Be awesome. That's right. That's right. I know, right. I remember yeah. one was like, how do you improvise? He's like, you just do it. You yeah. just, just do it, just and you get better yeah. at it when you do it. Yeah. And right. Listen to the feel. Listen to other artists. I mean, well, and I think that was of... the just do it aspect was yeah. so much a part of that because it was like, okay, we could sit here and talk about this all day long. We could talk. We could talk Lay about it all day talk. long. You know? yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, no, we need to actually get in. You got to just do it. You know, yeah. you would say, hey, you got to practice your improvising just like you practice anything right. else. Yeah. You know? And it, it was. It was so It was so cool. And it, it was, I think it was cool to hear that, too, because then it also validated a lot of what I was feeling, you know, when I talked to students about the same thing or my, or my own playing, you know. Right, right. And, you know, these ideas that, like, sometimes we set up these, these kind of, you know, these man-made constructs in, in what we can and can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if you're going to play that type of jazz, you have to only play it this way yeah. and all this stuff. And here he is. He's mixing classical music and, you know, jazz. Well, and you and desecrated. Bach. Oh, I know, for <laughs> real. 
Oh, geez. You had yeah. those Bach purists rolling in their graves, oh, I'm, man. I'm sure they were they were flipping their lid. Yeah, but yeah. it's music. It's that's music. It. Well, I and think honestly, Bach I, would have approved. I think he would have. That's the funny thing because yeah. they thought they knew Bach so well, and they're contrary to his philosophy. Oh right? yeah, because right. he was improvising all the time. He was, he was I mean, a rebel, and he was. He was a rebel. Yes, he he was. It totally, he wanted to do stuff totally different, different. from how everybody else was quo. doing it. Yeah. From the status quo, that was the whole thing, you know. So, you know, it was all these this church music, where it was all these dirges that had been around for hundreds of years, and he was like, "I'm tired of that. We need right. to do something fresh. From you. Yeah. We need to put to put the passion into this." Right. You know? There you go. And, and so to say then that well, in order to you know honor Bach, you have to only play it exactly the way that he would have played it. Yeah. I don't. I think he would have objected to that. Yeah, oh, I'm sure he would have. So, you yeah. know, it's it is. It's it's interesting. You know, I had a conversation with a student about that um, last week because there there was this idea. We we were talking about that, and then, you know, about Bach and Beethoven and the, like comparing the two. And you know, I do. I, you find in Baroque music there are these purists that like you know when they play their instruments even are tuned to like you know. 438 or whatever you know yeah. instead of 440 hertz because yeah. that's what the baroque sound would have been like and i mean people get degrees in baroque performance and all this but then with beethoven break it ah yeah <laughs> that's good yeah but then with beethoven everybody seems to take liberty with all of his stuff like it's okay because you know like think about fur elise there's one dynamic on fur elise he wrote a p for piano at the very beginning right. and that was it he didn't write anything else the oh, whole yeah, rest of the people, piece totally oh man but, all the time I, and he, it seems to be okay yeah. to right. do that with beethoven's music but don't you dare do that to bach to because yeah. you know he That's he it. didn't have you know he didn't write dynamics you know so it's like that doesn't make any sense come on you know Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually think that Beethoven, based on what I've seen from him, you know, he was way more of a perfectionist oh, I, than I Bach agree. did. Yes. You know, yeah. he wrote nine symphonies. Nine. Right. It was it. Mozart wrote over a hundred. Yeah, you know? there you, you know, go. You know, like, come on. He wrote nine. Yeah. And he agonized over them. Yeah. You know, Definitely. so, I mean, I think, if anything, he's the one that, if you were going to be stylistically correct, do exactly what he said, because... He, he was... He, it was more... It was kind of his character. Yeah, was more... Was, yeah. But then, at the same time, he also had that quote that, you know... Um, you know about playing with passion, passion. you know to, mm-hmm. to play a wrong note is inexcusable to, or, or is excusable but to play with passion without passion, without passion is inexcusable so there, something like that look yes. it up like oh. that that's it <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it but so anyway I you know back to you know Chick Corea I think that you know he kind of embodied a lot of that you know in, yeah. in what he did oh uh, he was a superstar man yeah, yeah not, not just a performer but a teacher a that, teacher yeah, there you go. A that's a yeah. rare breed yeah that was you know you get these guys that make it to the top of uh, iconosphere yeah. <laughs> of musicians, yeah, and then they feel like they want to give back, so they Absolutely. teach, and they Absolutely. and they have yeah. the ability, yeah, to teach. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he was like not only, you know, um, schooled properly yeah. and had the qualifications, but you know he had he had the passion and the and the. Experience, experience too. Yeah, yeah. And and Absolutely. for him to do that is just a super guy, and it was a great pleasure yeah. meeting him and getting yeah. to know him. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So. Yeah, that was that was that was um, it was sad. But, well, and know, I think that's why it you know that that was part of it. Hard. That hit yeah hit me kind of hard. I yeah. think that was that was part of it. I think I mentioned to both of you guys that you know because we did get to know him, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, you know, really see you know, but that's who he was. If you look at the tributes and stuff, that that was him. Yes, that's how he made everybody. Feel. That's yes. it, right? You know, like I, you feel you like, oh, I'm so special. The <laughs> <laughs> Chick Corea, you yeah. know, really dug my conversation. Know, you know, I know. And, and you read like a billion other people saying the, the same thing. thing. I know. Yeah. He just yeah. had yeah. that what great compliment yeah. to him. Pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah, I know. it was great. Absolutely. So, and think of all the people he met in his life. I mean, oh my God! Like, oh it's yeah. Hard to imagine. World worldwide. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he was still traveling all yeah. over the world. He was, and yeah, he was still playing. He was still recording. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it, and it was still great. learning too because I know they with his Instagram feed there was 
you know, he had different keyboards and different things and just getting it set up to record him, do mm-hmm. all that. That's all, that's is all relatively new. Yeah. To, you know, so oh, yeah. it was, he was learning about all that technology. Yeah, he and he talked that about that stuff too. too yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean, I, cool. I think that's just so, that's so cool. So yeah, so if you, if you have not heard Chick Corea's music, um, you need to, you owe it to yourself to give a listen. Yes. Um, because he, he was he he's was been incredible. around for decades yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. he's the top of the charts for decades absolutely I, mean, I had a cassette innovative. tape of him yeah well that, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. that's funny that's yes, funny definitely yeah. so we didn't so. talk about football yet yeah alright so let's do this uh, so there's not there's not much uh, you know because it's the off season there's yeah. There's not much to, to talk about, you know, for, for the last couple of weeks. But the latest thing is, uh, for anybody who's been just following football in general, J.J. Uh, Watt is officially leaving Texas. Alex. Yeah, and, and uh, it's, uh, it, it is highly possible. Hands up with the Browns. Well, the Browns it's just an exciting just, thought and possibility. But, but yeah. I mean, can, can you imagine? I know. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine him with the yeah. Browns? Yes. And Opposite Miles Garrett? Are you kidding me? The most awesome defensive ends in the in the uh, yeah. NFL. Well, and I look at like people keep talking about Steelers because they'll get to play with his brother, and I sit there and go, Yeah, mm-hmm. but he grew up playing with his brother. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I understand yeah. the draw there. Did but... he have two brothers in the Steelers? No, or I just... think he's no. just TJ Watt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All but right. that's the thing. That, oh, and that's that reminds me. The Pouncey twins are retiring. They've announced it. Oh, well, that's okay. some good news. <laughs> <laughs> who are we gonna get to hike the ball yeah, over no, Ben's head now? We gotta find a guy who can hike it twelve feet in the air. I yeah. don't know. No, we're gonna. That was find. like here it comes, Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, and he did that in Florida too. Like that was the thing that killed me. Is yeah, I'm just yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. Like yeah. you're still doing that. Like. Yeah. Ugh. That was anyway. good for us. But, oh yeah, yeah, totally. We loved it. So yeah, so they're retiring. So they'll they'll have to figure out who's who's. But gonna definitely, do. But, yeah. the speculation is that. Um, I would think Watt he would want to come here. To I would. Cleveland I would and think play Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. would be exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Cleveland be would be the prime place. Yeah. You get to play with opposite Miles Garrett. You get to play against your brother twice in the year. I, yeah. Like, so let's you know, let's look at this uh, scenario here, okay? And you know, you're the uh, opposing team. <laughs> We're gonna double up on Miles Garrett. Yeah. What are you gonna do about him? I know. <laughs> you know his stats are going to go through the roof. Oh, big yes. time! And then yeah, they're going to go. Oh no, we need to double up on him. And then yeah, Garrett's yeah. going to drive. That's it. Right. That's it. Well, and then you know we're not going to lose. We still got Sheldon Richardson too. And so yes. I can imagine that if we had, if we had Watt, Richardson, and, and Garrett, Garrett, yeah, those three guys, we're going to the Super Bowl, oh, baby. Man, yeah. well, that would be, it would be the, it would be like the eighty-five system. Bears. I mean, it really yeah. would. It would yeah. be that type of defense. You wouldn't be able to stop them. So, yeah. I still think we need to get shored up a little bit in the safety area, you know. But I yes. think that you know they're they're expecting Grant Dell, but he was he was set and poised and primed to play. Um, you know, he had earned the starting position up until he got injured right before the season started. So hopefully, yeah. he comes back. You know he could he could do a lot of good. You know I'm watching every day. I'm you know I'm watching OBJ is he is, he is crushing oh my the rehab gosh. man showing is, that. Yeah. Josh was showing me the videos of yeah. him and it's like I don't one legged bench one, press yeah. or you know oh. uh, presses you know leg presses you know one oh on on God. the on and the leg. And then they keep adding yeah. weights to it yeah. and stuff and it it just I get. It makes you nervous watching well, it, but he's but he's, he's doing he's it. Doing, he's he getting is, it back, is, you know. And I mean, he looks he looks great. He, he looks like he actually lost some weight, but like yeah. in a good way. Yeah, you know? he looks like, strong. Like he does. He looks yeah. strong. He looks fit. He's doing jumps and so twists like, and stuff. What's the story you know? on Zendejo? Have they? Oh yeah, well, so the, all right, they haven't said it, but he only signed a one year contract anyway. So I would yeah. imagine he's out. I mean, I don't see how in the world they can. I mean, he was really good at keeping the goalpost company. You know, that was it. He's on the opposite 20-yard yeah. line, and he's all the way in the goal line. Not only know, that, if they did throw to Hail Mary, 
he'd have to run to get to the guy, yeah. and then you'd get there too late, and exactly. he'd score. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what now, the hell are you doing out just, there? Yeah, I don't know. Those are the kind of things that, like, I don't think any amount of coaching was going to fix that. That was, like, something that had been just ingrained in him, that that's how you play that position. Well, I think it's you know, yeah. chicken, man. Well, but, you know, the thing was, we saw that they did the same thing. Hugh did the same thing with uh, Drew Peppers. You remember oh, that? Yeah. Yeah. And he used yeah. to line them up way down. Way it's down. like It's yeah. like a coaching style, and I just think with Zendaya, like nothing against him personally, but he just didn't know how to play that position properly. Yes, and you know if he had been coached that way for a long time, that was just ingrained in him. Yeah, yeah. just and it yeah. did, and so Definitely. all you know, it, it ended up rendering his spot useless. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, he needs to go. We have a bunch of guys that are were only hired for that one year contract. So I imagine is that, that unusual that they just do a year. Or is it no, just no. Well, because themselves? because what happened with him, it was we had to hire we somebody. Had nobody. We uh, had nobody. Everybody okay. was injured and out and COVID. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was like we got to have somebody. Rough. So yeah, there were a bunch of people on defense that got hired with one year contracts. Yeah, they are talking that Najoko might be gone. Um, That's right. gonna hurt. Well, because he doesn't. I everybody is getting the impression that he doesn't really want to be here anymore. Yeah, he's not happy because oh. they're not using him. That's right, the thing. Right. They're not and using I, him. How stupid. Well, and yeah. and he's, you know, this here's is a young guy. Once again, goes back to the coach of the year guy. Don't you know? start ah, ragging ah, on the coach ah, of the year now. Come on, man. <laughs> Look, we my were, my thing you know. from day one yes. is you have all the arsenal of all these weapons. Why are you only using one? But they didn't. Right. He he stacked the tight end room. You had uh, Harrison Bryant, you had uh, Cooper, you have Njoku. And, who and who was the other guy? There was the, there was they a didn't fourth use one. any of them guys. Yes, they did. No. They used them the well, entire at the season. Are you the, kidding at me? At the beginning of the season, they were changing things That's up what I'm saying. Yes, first game. Towards the end, that's when they stopped. And then they stopped because, you know, the analytics told them otherwise. Well, and you don't know Well, it was like Chubb and Hunt, Chubb and Hunt. They were going back and forth, and then they stopped. And then Hunt wasn't getting any play at all. So, you know, we'll just have to see how this how this plays out. You know, I don't feel like... Yeah, I feel like he's a good player. He did he did really good things two years ago, but you know the issue to me is you know is is this dynamic going to work if he's he got said, a grudge? He said they need to play him or trade him. Yeah, well, yeah. And who I can agree. blame him? Well, no, one hundred percent. No, he's, he's so only that thing. young for but a certain amount of time. In so my mind, though, go? if he's already got that mindset, he needs to go because yeah. what's going to constitute enough playing time to him? Well, he's not like OBJ. Man. I don't. I, no, and I don't think OBJ is as much as everybody says he is as far as the troublemaker thing goes. But I no, can see I that he was Joku, a vocal critic when he wasn't used. Yeah. Yes, yes, but he also didn't like it. He wasn't a vocal critic when they were winning and he wasn't being used. It was yeah, only was. when they were... No, it was only yeah, when they were was. losing. No. You need to watch the uh, season again. When he, when he was taking his cleats off and stuff on the field and all that stuff, they were losing, and that's why he was upset. I'm not he was saying like, that. I, am. I, I remember watching him on the field, that mouth, man. Yeah, 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 angry yeah. yelling. Don't oh, you yeah. remember him yelling yeah. at the coach? I remember. You know, like you're not get the ball to me. You're but, not using me. But no, no, but that wasn't what that wasn't what was happening. Oh come on. No, <laughs> no, anyway, I don't think honestly, if they lost in Joker, I don't think it would be that great. I don't think it would. Where be would that he go? As it, have they oh said, man, have they... here's the thing. That if they did it right, there's a ton of people that would love to have Njoko, and I think that they could get a great trade for him. Maybe get some draft picks, you know. Maybe get you know another decent safety or something. You know, yeah, I think I think they they can make a good deal. Lots it would make of him happy. He's come through in clutch situations has, more times when the Browns yeah, needed him. Yeah. Well, and I'm not knocking him. I think he's a great player, but I I honestly think that yeah, he's frustrated as well, he's and in you know rightfully he's so. Like he's in the shadow. So my know. thing is if you already feeling that way i think you're going to continue to have the contention if he stays on the team because well you know, if they keep treating him that way yeah. But, yeah. but like i said if he's out there and he's playing and he's following the plays and he only gets two passes but they were awesome passes is he going to be upset because he only got two passes no i don't think like, he's that kind of man i don't know i don't well, know I think about you're that. judging him well you know so that's why i think it would be it incorrectly would, it would do him it will good. be interesting to see i think he would like to trade i think that the team would be better off off trading them you know i think it would it would be good for everybody involved this coming from a guy who told me to stick with hugh jackson no uh, you know, <laughs> nice right, guy. Right. Yeah, give him a chance you know oh, that that is ancient i don't history. recall saying ancient. that i don't recall that. i have a witness that. i don't i don't no, yeah no. See, don't see, pull me into like, this. i don't want to get into <laughs> this yeah. 
So we'll see. Right. We'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. We'll keep everybody informed. Of course, of the we will. Off season. Yes. The Browns off yes. season speculation exactly. continues. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. But uh, it's exciting. It's definitely exciting. Yes. There are no glass or sharp utensils when the case watch football. <laughs> 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 hey, that's it. You uh, throw a paper it's, plate at something. Uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> the neighbors leave, you know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Browns are playing. Well, oh, time to go, go to the store. There you go. Oh, uh, man. It. All right. Well, we have enjoyed this time with you guys. Thank you for joining us with Coffee with the K's. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to us on Please. YouTube. Um, and our podcast, if you're listening to us any way that you're getting your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Anchor FM, anywhere you get your podcast, Google Podcasts. I forgot about that one. Like, yes. I don't know, We're on that one. I forgot That's about important. it. So, yes. yeah. so you guys, any way that you get our podcasts, please be sure to subscribe. If you like and, uh, and, and are enjoying these episodes, leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Let other people know that this is a fun time. This is a, it's fun, a fun time. It's, a, it's good. It's we educational. Laugh. It's all kinds of stuff. You know, it's coffee with a case. Come on. <laughs> so uh, be sure to, yes, like, subscribe, follow. Um, be sure to visit our website too, musiclessonspensacola.com. If you are interested in music lessons for you or someone you know, someone you love, and everybody enjoy your week. We will talk to you next time on Coffee with the Case. Mm-hmm.